repetition of my 2018. Amen. Maybe some of you really enjoy 2018. So you want to repeat it and repeat it. But I don't know about you. I am ready for 2018 to pass. So that I can experience what the Lord has set for me for 2019. And today, how much I wish I would just love to just preach to this church and encourage this church with just a word of just great encouragement. But God said, no, I want you to teach my people the reason what is ahead. Amen. Amen. The reason. Tell your neighbor the reason, the reason. of what is ahead. So let's go to Second Peter. Second Peter, chapter 3. And we, if we can actually project it here, because I'll be teaching this briefly. Are we there yet? The, the title for my message, the teaching point today, <coughs> are we there yet? Yeah, just project quite a lot, because I'm going to be reading through a lot. Second Peter chapter, th- chapter 1, chapter 3, verses 1 going. This second epistle, beloved... I now write unto you. Actually, can we all read it together? It will be helpful. Can we all rise? Let's read it together. Let's read this together. One, two, three. Let's go. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before the Holy prophets, and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust, and saying, there is the promise of his coming. For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Continue, please. For this day will lead are ignorant of that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water whereby the world that being overflowed with water perish but the heaven and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in store reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and Let's continue. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. Let's stop. Be not what? Of what? There is one thing that you cannot be ignorant of. The Bible is teaching us something here. You can choose to be ignorant about stuff. Ignorant means that you know the truth, but you are failing to accept the truth. He says this one thing you cannot be ignorant of. Can we continue? What does it mean? It says that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his words. As some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us word, not willing that... Verse 10. But the day of the Lord will what? Amen. Continue. And the 
Continue. Ah, see then. Let's stop right there. Let's read it again. Verse 11. It's important. That's where the main text is actually going to come from. The focus of today's teaching. See then that all things. What manner. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heaven and a new earth. What? Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We pray the Lord you prepare our hearts and minister to us and teach us your word of truth as we approach you closer every day. In our life, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please have your seat. One of the, 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 the truth is this. Each time we move from one year to another year, there is one truth. And that truth is that we are approaching closer to the second coming of God. Let's keep that in mind. Each time... The reason why I am, the reason of my great excitement, the reason of your great excitement as a child of God is because there is an expectation that we look forward to. And we sometimes don't always talk about it in the church, but it needs to be talked about, especially when we are moving, transferring from one year to another year. Because each time that we move from one year to another year, we approach closer. To the coming of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The amen is quiet. Amen. Looks like some people don't want to see heaven. Yeah, 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 yeah. So as we are moving from 2018 to 2019, it is important that we realize that we are moving closer to the second coming. Every year, closer. Every moment, closer. That should be the reason of our joy for the next year. The reason why I'm, I'm, I, I rejoice in next year, because I am looking forward to seeing the King of Kings. Why? Because of what the scripture teaches us here. You know, the book of Romans chapter 13, and I want to read this, verses 11 to 12, it says, And do this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now, our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Amen. If the apostles, as the Holy Spirit directed them, even realized that the day was nearer, then imagine us. You see, the, the Lord is teaching us something here that we cannot be ignorant of the fact that the second coming of Jesus Christ is real. And his time, it is his time. You may think that he may come a thousand years from now, but that thousand years to God is the one day. So it is important that we have our mind ready. We have our mind set 
concerning the second coming of Jesus. Because there is no greater joy at the end of the day if we say that we are people that want to walk by faith. The end result of faith is about seeing Jesus. The end goal of our faith is about what? Seeing Jesus. So if we are saying that we want to walk by faith and there is no desire in us that will hunger and thirst to see Jesus, then what is the reason for next year? What is the reason? But Apostle Peter was raising our attention on the crucial matter of how we ought to be. Let's look at verses 11. And that, knowing the time. No, I should go to 2 Peter, verses 11. I'll read. It says, therefore, since all these things shall what? Dissolve. What manner of person ye to be? I think that is one of the most profound questions that scriptures really puts out. What kind of person do we want to be? If we know that everything else that we are talking about dealing with, the problems that we are dealing with, everything will dissolve. Then what person do we want to be? You see, the truth is this. We carry so much headache sometimes to make everything work out the way we want it to work out. But what the Bible is saying here is that the things that you are working so hard to make it work, those things will what? Dissolve. Can I preach here? You may want to work and do this and buy this car and buy this house and buy this and do this, but the truth and honest is that they will dissolve. Ha! I love it. The truth and honest is that all the material things will dissolve. But when it dissolves, what kind of person do you want to be? Who do you want to find yourself being? If everything else this close will dissolve. My sense pack has already dissolved. <laughs> Now I have a different pack. So everything dissolves. So the end of the day, the question that we have to ask ourselves, what sort of person do we want to be? And the apostle did not leave us hanging. But he says, continue. He says, holy conversation and godliness. The end of the matter is this. We need to have godliness. And holiness be a priority in our everyday life. It means also that at the end of the day, guess what? There's a good news. Tell your neighbor there's a good news. If everything else will dissolve, there is one thing that can, that can stand the test of time. And that very one thing is holiness and godliness. Hallelujah. See, godliness is about carrying the very character of Jesus. So when you are carrying the character of Jesus, it simply means all things will pass away. But what God has made you to be can always stand the test of time. Amen. That is the kind of person you want to be. The reason why you should desire after this, because it means that no matter what you can face in life, 
no matter the challenge will come in 2019, no matter the thing that may seem so big, if holiness is at work and godliness is at work, nothing can move you or shake you. I'm not moved by what I see because holiness is at work. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 10 all the, all the way down to 14. It says that, that we shall also what share in the holiness of the Lord. And without holiness, it is impossible to see God. We want to see the Lord that we serve. My brothers and sisters, we are approaching a new year with new challenges, with new changes, with new endeavors. But what can keep us in 2019 is not about the president, it's not about the lawmakers, it's not about the financial court of this nation, it's not about your immigration status, either having one or not having one. I, at the end of the day, it's about you living godly and holy for God. So how do we do this? How do we live a life that will give us the ability to stand the test of time? When everything is lost, how do we be able to obtain and contain this place of holiness and godliness? The book of James, let's go there. James, let's go to James. James was a good teacher. Chapter 1, verses 22, verses 23, 25. And I read, but be James chapter 1, verses 22 to 25. I hope you are being blessed here. Amen. Because for me, one of the biggest joys that I have is that when the Lord guides and teaches me and tells me what to teach his people, at the end of the day, when I teach it, I feel so much at peace. You know why? Let me tell you why. <laughs> because now it's between you and God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hear what the word of the Lord says. But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a, and, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he what? He does. In what he what? The blessings that we need for 2019 will boil down to us not just being hearers, but being hearers and doers. Being doers of righteousness. Being doers of holiness. The reason why I have to speak on this is because we have to be careful that we don't enter into 2019 with the problems of 2018. Ha! Can I say that? Some of us, and I want to preach to the church, and I want to teach. Some of us will enter into this year 
with the chorusum that we have with somebody into 2019 and yet expect God to bless us. He says, be a hearer and a doer. Forgive your brothers and your neighbors. Forgive those who will sin against you. Forgive those. It doesn't matter who was right and who was wrong. Because at the end of the day, for a child of God, it is not about your rights. It is about God being glorified. So as far as I'm concerned, everybody entered this year, the next year, scot free. Free. If you've done anything to me, you are forgiven. Oh, I forgive you. Oh, yes, I do. I forgive you so much. Amen. Amen. It's okay if you want to repeat it in 2019. I'll forgive you again. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But my brothers and sisters, the truth is, is we have to look at God's word and keep this word to work with us. We can't just be hearers of God's word without being doers of God's word. When we hear the word, the word, you know, Minister Rita says something during Bible studies, for all those who miss it, and I want to go there really quickly, because it is, he says, she said, when it comes to the life of a Christian, you come as you are, but you don't stay as you are. I think it's one of the most profound, powerful statements. You come to Jesus just as you are, but you should not want to stay just as you came in. Look at your year 2018. Examine your faith. Examine your holiness. Examine your godliness. And ask yourself, is that the same holiness, the same godliness you want to enter into 2019? You don't have to stay the same. There is a greater expectation. And we have to have our mindset on this. You may want me to preach about God. 2019 will bless you. Prosper. Hey. Let me tell you how to prosper. Be a hearer. Hey. And be a doer. Everyone here, God has, is, 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 is. Let me show you something. Let's go to the book of Hebrews. Chapter 11. Verses 13 to 16. He says, and it was talking about the hall of fame of all those people, hall of fame of faith, of all those people that work by faith. And it got to verse 13. This is what the Lord says. These all died in what? Not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they speak, they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had, had called to mind that country, that country from which they had come out, they would have had every opportunity to return back. If our mindset remains on the face here, if we are all concentrated on the face here, it doesn't make, it does, it's not difficult for us to keep our mind on the face here. 
If we are all about how we can do well, prosper in this land, it doesn't take much for us to keep our mind and our understanding everything here. But hear what the Lord says. He says, verse 16, but now they desired a better. They desire what? A better. That is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their what? God. For he has prepared a city for them. God is not ashamed to be called their God. Because there's a better place for you and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I make us understand this. There is a better place for you and I. Amen. And that place, not silver and money can make it. No hand can make it. There is a better place for you and I. And we need to keep our mind upon that better place. You see, the reason why the Bible talks about people like Joseph in the prime of their time, in the house of Potiphar, yet when sin approached them, they said, I cannot sin against my God because he knew there was a better place. In the prime of time, when David had everything that he wanted, when he sat on the throne as a king, and he has still sinned against God, he said that don't take your spirit away from me because there is a better place. There is a better place. There is a better place. That is why Ruth can tell Naomi that don't nurture me, don't push me to return back to my father's home because in my father's home, there is nothing there for me. But I'm going to go where you will go. Your people will be my people. Where you die is where I want to die. Wherever you rest your head is where I want to rest my head because there is a better place. There is a better place. What are we holding on so strong in this country, in this land? There is a better place. What has discouraged you so much? What is making you so sad and so disappointed? There is a better place. If you can just desire after godliness, if you can just walk in the holiness of God, there is a better place. If there is nothing I can teach the church, let us know there is a better place. One day I will go. One day we will all go. But there is a better place. There is a better place. The closer we get, the closer we get to that better place. As we enter into 2019, be rest assured, there is a better place. The reason for my joy for 2019, it's not just because of material things, but there is a better place. A better place I'm getting to. A better place. I tell my wife, my children, we are going to a new year. There is a better place for us. I do all I can by the strength and grace of God as a husband because I have a better place. You and I have a better place. And if we can see this better place, the beauty of this better place, the magnificence of this better place, then we will not hold on to things so much in this world, but we'll let it go so we can aim to the better place. Amen. Where the angels keep worshiping God 24-7, where there is a song of joy continuously, where there is no sorrow and there is no tears, 
where there is no more sickness, there is no more pain. I don't know what your sickness has been in 2019. But I want you to be encouraged in your spirit. There is a better place. I don't know what has discouraged you in 2018. There is a better place. The closer we get, the closer we get to the second return. Church, I want to end here. I wanted to teach this, but I found myself preaching once again. Ah, this one I have to pray. The preaching is always in me. Forgive. God bless you. But there is a better place. And as we shoot forward to the next year, in the next 48 hours, you and I are going to experience what the Lord has set for us. And we shall enter into 2019 with joy. Because we know that there is a better place. I'm not moved by what I see today. I'm not moved by what is discouraging me today. Because I know there is a better place. You see, when a runner is running in the Olympics, they don't look at what is around them. But they keep their eyes on the goal, on the mark. Let's set our eyes on the mark. That we shall cross one day. That we shall receive the crown of glory. The crown that is above all crowns. Many have set themselves as kings on this earth. But the crown that is in heaven, it is above all crowns. That is the honor that we should desire after. Let's live our life godly. Let's live our life holy. Let this church be a church that will desire after holiness. Let this church be a church that will preach about godliness. Because out of that, we shall see the power and the might of God. As the word said in the book of James chapter 1, it says that those who are also doers of the work, they are what? Blessed. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you all the days of your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Please, let's rise on our feet.